Welcome to the GameDev.TV Community Podcast. I'm your host KB, and I would like to introduce you to industry professionals and people who successfully made their path to the video game industry. I hope that you enjoy the podcast and get useful tips that will bring you closer to achieving your dreams. Now, let's get right into the podcast. Welcome to the GameDev.TV Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm your host KB from LA. We got Alexander from, where are you from? I'm from St. Petersburg, Russia. Yeah, I can hear the accent. I love it. And so you are a composer, right? Doing game stuff now and sound designer? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a composer and sound designer. And uh, yeah, I mostly work in the game industry. Yeah, right. So let's get right into it. When Mm -hmm. did you start making music or like have a passion for music? Yeah, so this uh, this is a long story. This uh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will I will start from the beginning. Yeah, I um, decided to be a musician when I was thirteen, and uh, uh, my brother got a guitar for his birthday, but he is left-handed, and the guitar was right-handed, and so oh, wow. I, I yeah yeah, and this was a luck. <laughs> this was fate. And uh, <laughs> destiny, <laughs> and uh, yeah, destiny. And we traded. We traded. I gave him some something, and he gave me this guitar. So we <laughs> we exchanged Perfect. the presents. Did yeah, you think it was, was a good trade. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, nice. sure. Yeah, he now he plays piano <laughs> as a hobby. Yeah, I love the piano. And, uh, I'm just not good at it. <laughs> uh, me, me too. Me either. I'm better, better at guitar, but I play piano. But my my brother is a better player <laughs> now. Nice. So, uh, yeah, we exchanged, and I was I got absolutely crazy about guitar. Uh, I was playing at school. I was playing everywhere, and at this time it was like mm, I don't know why uh, I actually. Uh, and decided not to go to a music school or some kind of music university in Russia because uh, yeah yeah I, I really decided that I want to figure out everything by myself because uh, all the music education at this time in Russia was so backward so uh, you ba- basically uh, uh, everywhere you just taught to to play in a restaurant so oh, in you are restaurants. Not, yeah yeah in a restaurant this, this is ridiculous this is ridiculous and this is a huge problem but now in russia you can go for example and get some uh private education you can go to a private like uh private school and where you can learn music contemporary music sound design and bunch of interesting things and back in the days like 15 years ago it was impossible it was like uh i don't know uh, it was uh, the education musical education system was like rudimental from soviets and uh, like uh, rudimental in a bad way because yeah. we know many, many good Soviet musicians. Yeah, the world yeah. knows. Yeah. It, you think it's because the idea of like it's not as productive? So it was just like, let's focus more on factories and like production instead of music? I think I think it was just because uh, uh, no one really mm. gave any any hell about it. So uh, in the in the nineties, yeah. but yeah, in yeah. the nineties, because it was like 
whatever. But let's just happen to the cultural education in Russia, whatever. We will leave yeah. it like <laughs> this. It can, it can just die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you came along. You're like, no, we got to change it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was, I, I went to some school, and I was like, oh, oh my gosh, this is, this is not what I want to do. I want like play Beatles. I want like pick some things by ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a huge fan of Beatles. Like, oh yeah, the Beatles are really good. <laughs> in the in the beginning, in the beginning, there there was there were Beatles <laughs> for me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and uh, I. Uh, I don't know. I was learning things by ear. I was like collaborating with some guys from my school who were uh, more experienced and um, uh, who were helping me. Yeah, and uh, then I uh, so I I became a musician. So I had uh, I've been playing in a couple of bands, uh, and uh, I decided that only to be a guitarist is. Uh, is like is limiting your is limiting yourself to play only what others write, and I wanted to write my own music, mm-hmm. yeah, and so I uh, yeah I decided I think it was uh, maybe um, uh, eight years ago something like that I decided I want to be a composer I want to write for the band that I'm playing in, yeah, and so. Uh, Things uh, things rapidly changed, so I um, I, beca- uh, I began to play in in a very so locally famous band, and I was writing music for this band. I wrote a couple of albums, and then when this band broke up, I decided that uh, uh, it was uh, actually it was four years ago. Uh, I found myself in a vacuum, so I needed mm-hmm. like to make money somehow, and uh, I decided that uh, uh, that I should switch into game audio. So I should press on a pause on my living uh, on my uh, not living but uh, life musician career, yeah, and uh, I should switch to the game audio because I always uh, was a big fan of games uh, uh, since uh, I'm basically eight since I was eight uh, uh, so my first games were XCOM and Panzer General my dad introduced uh, it to me really you said XCOM uh, XCOM yeah yeah I'm a great had it all the way back then yeah 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 it was uh, uh, 19 uh, 1998 oh, yeah. and- yeah, the first XCOM, yeah, the the classic one. <laughs> oh my this... gosh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah so 1994 was like the UFO, Enemy Unknown, and in 1995 was XCOM, Terror from the Deep. Yeah, 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 I, uh, I played Enemy Unknown, and then I played, of course, Terror from the Deep, but first... Uh, when I was eight, I played Enemy Unknown, yeah. and I was—I <laughs> remember this. This memory was uh, is is very clear. I have a very clear memory that I'm coming to my dad's room, and he's playing computer in the dark. <laughs> 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 and and there is and there is an XCOM on on the screen, and I am coming and saying, "Oh, Dad, what what is that? What is that?" And he said, uh, "I didn't want to show you this game because it's uh, really something like uh, something horror. It, it's a horror. Yeah, <laughs> it's a horror game. 
yeah, yeah, you are too young to play a horror game, but anyways, okay, let's jump straight into it. He's <laughs> like, you know what, you're here now. Let's get right into it. It's kind of like yeah. me with GTA. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. Grand Theft Auto, my dad was like, you should have played it, but you're here now, so here you go. <laughs> right, right. So, and then I was, uh, yeah, I really, really loved XCOM, and uh, then there was Heroes 3, so this is actually one of my favorite games still. Uh, so I also played it with my dad, and a uh, bunch of other games, so like, Diablo, Wolfenstein. <laughs> I'm a great fan of Wolfenstein series. Oh yeah, Wolfenstein's great. I haven't played a lot of it, but I just like the, the yeah. premise. Um, <laughs> and Heroes Three is an old. Is it RTS? What type of game was it? Ah, uh, no, no, it's not. It's not an RTS. It's a turn-based oh. strategy. Heroes of Might and Magic. Hero. It, it's uh, original name. Uh, the Shadow of Death. So this this was my first game from the Heroes. Wow, it looks really cool. Yeah, you, like did, you, you, you didn't play it. I didn't play a lot of turn-based games like uh, that. I wow. played a lot of Sega, like uh, Nintendo sixty-four games, uh, but not a lot of PC. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, so <laughs> <laughs> Heroes is like uh, uh, it's a game uh, where the music is very recognizable. Is it's almost as recognizable as in Diablo. I think it's. I don't know what is better actually. <laughs> and uh, in Russia, it's very popular. So Paul Romero, uh, the composer for Heroes, he plays uh, like big concerts in Russia. So he has a, a program where he plays all of his tracks for Heroes 3 and uh, it, it's a huge hit. Every, everyone is coming to these concerts and I think he's, uh, uh, he was coming here for twice a year. It's great. It's wow, great. just for his game music? Yeah, yeah, just for his game music. Yeah. It's great. It's That's great. Amazing. Or orchestra show and maybe he was playing with Russian orchestra so he just he's coming with the papers and uh, he uh, he's uh, I don't know he's grabbing some some of the local musicians some of the local orchestra and they play yeah it's it's a really really amazing concert yeah. it's wild and so is that like one of your goals or dreams is to be someone like that who makes cool game music and it does like concerts like that yeah i think i think uh, maybe in the future this would be nice so uh, this is a, like ultimate dream yeah <laughs> of every composer and yeah uh, i won't be too original if i say yes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so you want to be something else something different i don't know what that would be but Maybe uh, augmented reality, some kind of like virtual reality oh, wow. composer. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, this is this is a really amazing, amazing there we idea. Go. Yeah. So uh, to the, to like uh, uh, to finish uh, <laughs> answering the the, <laughs> the question you asked. Uh, so yeah, and uh, it, uh, four years ago I switched to uh, game music and I wrote my first uh, soundtrack for. Accented Realms game that you can check uh, on my website and even you can take part in an open alpha test. So try it out. This is really cool strategy 
uh, indirect control strategy, like Majesty, if you mm-hmm. uh, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so you don't control all of your units; they are doing some. Uh, mm, okay, uh, like like AL AL is yeah AL is controlling them, and you just get, you can give them task, and they choose whether not whether to do something or not to do something. It's like a, a strategy with a psychological elements. <laughs> yeah, I like it's, that it's, though. Yeah, it's a very interesting game to play and very uh, tricky, tricky because uh, uh, it's uh, sometimes everything that that happens on the screen could be very random. So you don't mm. have. You don't have uh, the whole control of uh, of what's going on on the map, so this is kind of a unique idea, and uh, this game is still in development, but it's uh, it's getting very closer to the release. I think it probably would be in in a couple of months. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm, Can't wait for that. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's a very great story about how you got started. I want to also hear how you started learning how to do all this. So when did you start messing around with music? Oh, uh, uh, especially uh, let's maybe talk about just game music because it's uh, uh, it's to a bit um, for this question to be not very wide. So. Okay. Make it yeah. Uh, about I think actually four years ago when I jumped into this uh, this field, uh, I was like <laughs> I was on, like on a blank on a blank uh, canvas. Yeah, yeah, on a blank canvas. Yeah, uh, I really didn't know sometimes what to do and how to uh, how this. Uh, music actually works in in games so uh, I think uh, the best the best uh, thing that I did is to analyze references analyze mm-hmm. other other games and the, the hardest part so let's let's talk about the hardest <laughs> let's part. do it that's what I like to talk yeah, about yeah I think I think this is the most interesting uh, it's always communication between you and the, a person who is giving you the task, whether it's a producer or a game designer or whoever you are working with, because most of the time uh, they don't know music language, they don't speak yeah. it. They, they can say, "Play me, please, uh, C sharp major over D." <laughs> they, like, they, what are you, what are you yeah, talking yeah. about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, they don't know, and they don't even know. Mm, like the basics, they don't even know what is dynamics. They don't even know what is, like, uh, I don't know what is staccato. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't even know that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is like uh, r- long notes? What is short notes? What is? They don't even, and they express themselves sometimes very weirdly. I had like a real story, a real story about okay. this. So I wrote a track 
um, for Accented Prealm, so I was working on a, on a track, I wrote a track, and I came up with a melody, uh, because the game designer was telling me, please write memorable melodies, all, uh, all of the stuff should be okay. very memorable, like, every note should be memorable, don't write anything that don't get straight into the, into the brain. Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very good task and it, it's hard to. Uh, yeah, it's like trying to create the Star Wars theme. Every yeah, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time it's very hard because, and it's not always working. It's not like, uh, uh, for example, uh, Red Dead Redemption uh, kind of way because it, in the menu of Red Dead Redemption you don't hear anything like recognizable. It's just like background yeah, true yeah yeah and it's a modern way you know it's a, yeah. it's like a it's like a modern way of doing game music like do not please write everything uh, too memorable straight ahead or don't uh, like um, how to say uh, don't overdo this okay. please yeah, please write something background, something is not disturbing the player. And my task was very different. Like write every time everything memorable. And I came up with a melody, and it was hard. I spent a couple of uh, days <laughs> doing this. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of work. And I sent it over to a game designer, and he says, uh, "This is nice, but this is." kind of a grenadiers and our game is about like knights and the dragons and i hear grenadiers here and i'll, I'll like oh my gosh like Wait, grenadiers <laughs> what are the what grenadiers that? it's like uh, from napoleonic wars uh, it's um. like from 19th century 19th century soldiers grenadiers and uh, yeah they who throw grenades ah uh, uh, okay i get it guys, Grenades. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's. I think it's a German word, grenadier. grenadier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's, it. a it's a German word. Yeah. Uh, so, and he said, I hear the grenadiers here, uh, and I was like, what What am I going to do with this gre grenadiers? And then uh, I was, uh, it it's like then intuition comes uh, in in help helps you the intuition. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can't uh, do this rationally. You should like do something irrational to fix this problem. And I was, I just changed the arrangement. Basically, what I did, I just put some fantasy, fantasy instruments like uh, violins, flutes, and uh, or fantasy orchestra. So I basically did a fantasy orchestra arrangement. I didn't change any notes, so all stays the same. And I sent it over to him, and he said, "Wow, this is exactly what I wanted. This is wow. That's that's amazing. It's always what you want to hear. Hey, this is what I want, and not anything else." It's like getting yeah. a code to compile the first time when you're a programmer or having yeah. an art artist be like, this is exactly what I want. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Dude. Congrats. Yeah, so the moral of this story, <laughs> the moral of this story is that uh, it's always very hard to make a good communication. Not always, but sometimes mm -hmm. it's very hard to make a good communication between uh, those who gives you a task and uh, 
and the composer. Yeah, so game designer and the composer, game producer and the composer. So uh, I think uh, this should be fixed by uh, sometimes by game designers thinking about what, what, how they want uh, the track to sound. What do they want to tell a composer? So. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you think they can build that relationship by the game designer learning more about music, music theory, the understanding of it? Not like not completely become a master at it, but to understand a little bit more of it? I think uh, they should learn uh, uh, at least some like cliches. So here I want, uh, for example, action, orchestra, fantasy track. This is... This is like triggers. This is like not triggers, but like a hashtag: fantasy orchestra mm. uh, action track. I want the and of course references. So these tags and references would be uh, more than enough for most most of the time because sometimes it's it's really hard to understand what a certain person uh, wants and uh, I think it's. Uh, it's basically a problem of uh, those uh, game designers who only begin begin working in the industry. Those who have an experience, they uh, working with composers and sound designers. They have some some basic uh, like basic draft of how to behave and how to set up a task. Yeah. So for those who begin, this might be a good idea to learn this tags, learn these mm -hmm. genres, like uh, what's, uh, what can be useful for them, yeah, mm -hmm. right. And then for someone who's getting into music, how can they start learning? Should they pick up an instrument? Should they start learning the music, like notes, the language? How, how should they go about that? Yeah, the, <laughs> this, is a, this is a really good question, but now yeah. uh, I think... Um, it's it's easier now it's it's very it's very easy actually it's a lot easier than 15 years ago to get inside music to get inside like mm -hmm. game music and to get a job because for example 15 20 years ago it was almost impossible like there mm -hmm. was very few games and very yeah. few composer who composers mm -hmm. who were writing for games it was rare they yeah. probably even use 8-bit like sound bites, so they even have composers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 right. So uh, now I think the best way to do it is to uh, get get a course, get a course, a bunch of course, for example, uh, that uh, are teaching people about game music, everything you should know about orchestration, and I know really. Uh, if if I can name a couple of companies that are uh, giving this course, uh, Cinematic Composing is very great platform, and uh, Evanant is also a great platform. Uh, I personally, mm, um, I get a lot of knowledge from some YouTubers, even YouTubers for free. You can watch, for example, Alex Mokala is a great, great guy who is... Uh, talking about uh, game music, he is actually making covers of uh, game music, and he is talking about arrangements. He is breaking down 
game music arrangements. He's talking a lot about Final Fantasy. So uh, this is a very great source to get knowledge. So you can start over even not investing any money. So you can start over uh, watching something like Alex Mukala or other mm -hmm. guys who talk about game music and game orchestra music uh, on YouTube. And uh, yeah, um, probably this would be a good start. And of course, uh, this is my personal recommendation. Uh, you need to learn chords and chords theory, like how chords are building, how chords are organized, uh, so how you can change them how you can change them simply, how you can change them into something interesting way. And then you need to learn how to orchestrate or arrange the chord. So this, this, is, um, this is the basic and the most important knowledge that you uh, need to get because without knowing what a chord is and how they change, uh, it, all, it, it all is getting a bit... Uh, a bit hard and a bit too long. Yeah, so uh, like a couple of days ago, I got uh, a couple of tracks from my friend. Uh, he is a really uh, great sound designer uh, and he is uh, uh, willing to be a composer. So uh, he is, he's got some projects uh, and he sent me over a couple of tracks like, hey, can you, uh, uh, can you check out my music? And I understood that his music is is a great. It sounds great as a sound design. So yeah. it's greatly designed. It has a lot of effects. It's it's very like interestingly produced, mixed, and so on. But actually, it's not working because the chord theory is is absolutely absent. So. Oh. Uh, interesting chord changes are missing and, the, and there is a piano piece without interesting chord changes and i said yeah this is this is absolute requirement that you should learn and then you can improve your track you already have everything you have some motive you have some arrangement you just need to build uh, cool chord movements and cool harmony yeah so that's that's interesting so <laughs> I've tried to like learn music and it's to me it's just like hard to grasp but it's basically pretty simple right when you like yeah. you you learn the chords you learn the theory of like how it works and then you just it's kind of like a formula you just build stuff upon it yeah 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 it's just like a code uh, and yeah. then you can experiment with it you don't need even to know how to play piano to build chords and to build okay. uh, chord progressions because I think uh, it's uh, it's even more. For, I don't know. Maybe other people can disagree with me, but my personal opinion on this is like uh, it's more important to know the chords than to know how to write a melody. Because the melody you is you can learn to build a good melody, and you can practice uh, uh, by just just writing some random melodies over the chords yeah but if you don't know how the chords work you can write a good melody and then it would be so it would be uninteresting it would be repeatable and you don't know how to make it sound 
uh, like juicy, great, and uh, uh, because I read, um, I think a year ago, I read some article and uh, uh, some, I don't know, maybe American scientist, uh, scientists, they, um, they made, uh, so they got a focus group of people and they played mm -hmm. some songs without melodies and without lyrics some like popular sorts of songs i don't know beatles rihanna whatever wow, okay and, <laughs> rihanna <laughs> i love it yeah uh, whatever songs I, I don't remember and uh, uh, they were analyzing brain activity activity of the people and uh, uh, the conclusion of this um of, of this article was that uh, the brain reacts and loves the harmonic changes so the most the most important for the brain and for how to say under brain <laughs> unconsciousness uncon un not under uh. brain. <laughs> unconsciousness <laughs> for unconsciousness the most important thing is chord changes not the melody, not uh, uh, rhythm, not the words and all of the other stuff, but uh, core changes. changes. Yeah, uh -huh. and it should be like uh, uh, what unconsciousness and uh, the brain loves the most is uh, predictable core changes with some surprises. So you make a, you make a core change like uh, it's it's getting predictable. So it's not changing all the time that the brain cannot distinguish what is going on. Yeah, it's it's you make predictable core change, and then at certain moment you add something something new to it, something interesting, and this is what brain brain loves. So you even can tell because it's like an unconscious part of the brain <laughs> yeah the excuse brain is me. happy happy yeah, brain. Yeah. yeah yeah excuse me for my poor explanation but uh, no it's but, good yeah yeah this this is my theory this is my theory and this is what i this is what i preach <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i love it dude and then so how can someone get like you know the 80 20 rule how can someone just focus on chords so that they can produce something that's pretty good because i know like for people who struggle how do you, how do you get from them struggling to them understanding chords i don't know if you know that but yeah uh i think uh, i think uh, you should begin with some something very simple and uh, learn it very good for example chords in c major so you should learn and really good under get a good understanding of uh uh, of uh, the basic chord pro progression in C major. And how so, would you do that? Is that like playing? Yeah, yeah. Or is that reading so, or listening? No, no, no. Uh, it's just, uh, uh, it's just. Uh, I can, uh, I can explain. So C major is just white, uh, white keys. It's all white keys from C to C, and from every uh, key there is a chord. There is a chord called triad. It's it's built of the three notes, and you should really uh, like do your best to know everything. You can just type over. You can just type over the Google like C major chord progression, and uh, the Google will give you direct instruction how it looks. And you should just practice on the piano or in your DAW. You should build all the chords 
And then you should um, try to play it around, uh, try to move the chords and build different progressions. Uh, and uh, maybe uh, there, is, there is another advice I can give. Uh, there is a book, very great book, it's called How the Music Really Works. Uh, it, it's uh, you can get six chapters of this book for free on the internet, and you can buy it if you want. It's like costs thirty dollars, maybe. Yeah, it's it's uh, Is it really how music good. really works. Yeah, yeah, how music okay. really works, and uh, there is a very nice explanation of how uh, how this basic chord progression in C major. Is, is working, is how to build it, and how to change, and uh, some really interesting thoughts. Uh, you can find some really interesting thoughts there about uh, what is the most effective chord change, and uh, what is the like least effective, and how to combine them, uh, and uh, a lot of uh, really great popular uh, music analysis for it's mostly old songs like Yesterday or some songs from Elvis and Leonard Cohen. Some classic, mm -hmm. you know, classic, classic songs uh, analyzed and uh, uh, in terms of chord changes. Yeah, it's it has a really great chapter about chord changes. So um, and you should you shouldn't really know the music theory at all or notes. You can just open this chapter, read it, and understand how it's going. It's, it's a very clear uh, and uh, it gives you a great idea about uh, chord changes and this, this basic of music theory, yeah. Awesome. And what would you tell people who, after a while of, you know, after reading the book, after practicing it for a while, maybe doing like, four hours a day and they feel like they're still not getting it, what would you tell them? Do you think it's just a lack of practice or maybe they don't have talent or skill or what do you think would be the best advice for them? Uh, another thing that is good to the is good to do when you have some experience and maybe you don't feel the, like you're progressing is to pick something by ear. Just try to uh, grab a track that you like. Maybe not not something very very complicated. Try maybe uh, maybe something simple. Dearly you beloved from Kingdom Hearts is a pretty easy one. <laughs> yeah, I, that's maybe. the only one I've ever learned to play on the piano. Yeah, I but love it. Yeah, it's not about only playing. It's uh, I speak more uh, about uh, uh, like recreating the arrangement because uh, oh. if you yeah if you if you want to learn how to play instruments, uh, it's uh, there is a very good routine. You can like hire go to a teacher, hire a yeah. teacher, and uh, it's probably the, the the better way because a teacher will shorten your time. So. If you want to learn to play a guitar or a piano, it's maybe better to hire a teacher. Yeah, and if you want to learn how to compose, then you need uh, to get into all of this stuff uh, with uh, chord progressions, with uh, some basics of arrangements, and if you want really to understand how arrangement works, 
the best way is uh, where to begin is to try to recreate something try to pick up some song not very complicated in the genre that you like the most and uh, try to recreate it it's <laughs> it will sound awful <laughs> yeah that sounds like really hard but i never thought of like that like a reverse engineer the, your favorite uh, yeah, song yeah, 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 created yeah. Reverse, peace my peace reverse, yeah this is uh, this is very very nice experience i per i personally uh, do this sometimes yeah because it's uh, it's a really good exercise yeah and you just pick whatever you like and uh, you recreate i for example i did wagner wagner german composer i i wow. did uh, um, uh, how's a flying Dutchman? Yeah, I did over two for a flying Dutchman. What? No way! How'd that yeah, go? Yeah. Uh, it it was really hard because I get uh, I I made it like a a, a bit uh, different because I picked up uh, the notes of the whole uh, orchestra arrangement. And I recreated this, and uh, because my goal was to make my MIDI instruments in a DAW to sound realistic, like as as it should be in a real orchestra. This was really fun and really hard, and uh, yeah, I learned a lot by this practice. Yeah, so but it's more advanced. It's it's more more kind of. Uh, advanced thing when you know how to read the music when you know how to read the notes and when you know how to read the orchestra <laughs> it's it's a very different thing yeah it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of advanced um, yeah exercise but it's also really good but to begin you can just pick up by ear pick something very easy recreate it will sound terrible of course, at mm -hmm. first time it will sound awful, but then you can you will be slowly progressing. The second and the third track will get better and better and better, and then you uh, you will uh, become more professional. Yeah, more professional than you uh, were started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this is this is a really good way, and you you will improve your ear. And you think you should practice like two hours every day, stay consistent? Uh, about playing a musical instrument, uh, it's it's hard to tell. It's mm -hmm. like uh, uh, whatever whatever the goals you want to reach. If you want to be uh, um, a Jimi Hendrix, you probably need to practice eight hours a day. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a crazy goal. But hey, if it's up for if it's what you want, go after it. Yeah, yeah, go after it. It's, uh, you need to set a goal, uh, where, wherever is it realistic or unrealistic, unreal, and you should practice. If, if you're willing to write music, you need to, you need to practice more because it's, it's, a really, uh, it's a really long story and you should practice and learn. Uh, for example, watch uh, YouTube. You watch useful YouTube videos. Okay. Yeah. And then would you, what would you consider the most challenging aspect of composing music, in your opinion? Oh, that's a, that's a really good question. I think um, is is grabbing the right idea. 
this is the most challenging aspect Grab, uh, grabbing the right idea because you can make uh, the whole arrangement and the idea and if the idea is not right it's just a wasted wasted hours like maybe yeah maybe That's 10 rough. 20 of hours 30 of hours and so uh, yeah i i faced that a couple of times and uh, now i work like this i just grab the idea and uh, what i do i just pick some one instrument so i uh, i get for example a keyboard or a guitar whatever and uh, i play around to, to come up with a melody and the the chord progression and if it's right if it sounds good and the sounds uh, fitting for for the certain piece then it's okay then i move on and i do all of the arrangement i do all of the beautiful stuff and yeah it's like uh my the newest experience i uh, work on a game uh, it's for VR, uh, so it's a VR game in Unity, and uh, um, so the game designer, he wanted first to make some epic music there, and uh, I said, like, okay, I can do it, but would it fit? Maybe mm -hmm. we let's do something different, because this game is just a VR snake, but with some cool like uh, cool improvements i i, oh, I can't the tell. vr snake like the snake yeah, game we VR snake. Yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah. really cool yeah yeah yeah. i love that idea I've got, i love yeah. the snake game it's so simple yet so much fun and i've always yeah. wanted to bring it into a 3d world so cool idea yeah yeah this uh, this will be a really nice game and uh, i share i will share it on my um, on my social media when it's out so uh and there are very like many cool mechanics that they did there and I said like maybe we can do something more interesting than just epic trailer music for because this is a snake this is is it's not a game about fights monsters or whatever yeah. it's it's a chilling like puzzle puzzle game it's the, the people chill and uh, yeah, have fun and I decided to make something so I sent him a reference uh, I said like let's do something like affix twin affix twin last album do okay. you know do you no. know ah affix twin it's uh, it's IDM it's uh, it, it's a bit forgotten genre that I want to uh, to to give a second birth in the game industry. Where, you can how do you spell it? Affix twin. I can write uh, you here. Uh, wait, uh, twin. Here you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something more complicated. Yeah, Affix Twin. Affix Twin is a really great composer. He began in the 90s when this kind of genre was popular, and uh, he did a lot of very cool and crazy stuff. Like he is really insane. Yeah. Yeah. He. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. Ch- check him out. Check him strange, out. Strange uh, videos that are people yeah, yeah. That are coming from it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's still he's, sick. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very strange music sometimes, but he is a genius. And now I think this genre is uh, is sort of forgotten because it's uh, sort of complicated and modern modern public they want something simple like boom 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 <laughs> yeah right? the easy stuff yeah the easy the stuff yeah and uh uh fx twin oh. is uh, maybe too complicated for nowadays but he's still very cool very cool electronic mu- musician and i said like let's make something like this and uh, i was like I spent the whole day trying to grab the idea and analyzing Affix Twin's tracks. Um, and finally, I got it. So I sent it over mm-hmm. to the game designer. He said, like, wow, this is, wow, <laughs> this is perfect match. Congrats, so, man. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think this is, uh, mm, let's uh, jump into more like philosophical field uh, okay. because I think uh, the game uh, the game industry music uh, it has a lot of opportunity to do something very different and very like uh, innovative to make something really crazy that you can do in pop music so in pop music for uh, if you are Ariana Grande or whatever, you are very like mm. <laughs> in this box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You are very, you are really in this box, and you can't go out of the. You can't think out of the box. You just you have your your Justin Bieber box, <laughs> 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 and you stay within it. And uh, and it's okay. It's like you have your audience. You play for it you get money it's okay and in the game industry you you can do crazy things and still get money and still get your audience in in game music so you can yeah uh, like you can grab some genre you can uh, make it uh, boil with some other genre you can add orchestra electronic music rock music country music jazz and make really crazy things and i think it's very rare now that uh, because everyone is so obsessed with like some cliches, like let's do here epic music and let's do here, for example, I don't know, whatever. Like or, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they uh, sometimes uh, they would don't want to risk, and uh, I like my my goal is to enter some risky fields and to make something unusual. Yeah, th- this is my credo. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. I love the idea that you're trying to do things that are not normal, that are, that are out of the box, that are, are risky, because that's where yeah, creativity yeah. comes from. That's where the greatness comes from. Yeah, because game music is still, uh, I don't know, I was watching some YouTube video, I, I don't remember what it was, unfortunately, but uh, the guy here, he said, like, uh, the game music now uh, is like... Uh, uh, music for films in 1920s 
or at, at the beginning of the uh, uh, 20th century. Uh, because um, at 1920s, when cinema just started, no one knew how to score films. And I think this is a really great idea. It's like a Wild West. So no one knew how to score films. There are no rules. Someone is making music for, for the entire movie. Someone is making music for certain scenes and there are a lot of pauses. And someone makes uh, live music for a film. Someone makes, I don't know, jazz. Someone makes experimental orchestra music. So it was like this in the uh, 1920s. And now the same thing is happening in the game music because there are no rules. There are almost no cliches. There are, of course, some cliches, but they are not so solid and uh, like... You can't do this, you can't do that, like in pop music, for example. Yeah, it's just like free-for-all. Do whatever you think is going to be good and hopefully yeah, it works yeah. out. Yeah, if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, so, and we'll learn from it. Yeah, sure. That's why, that's why I think uh, we now live uh, in, in the era of... Uh, in a very cool era where you can do whatever you want with within the game music and uh, there's still like a wild west <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice and for anybody who either is starting out or is just wanting to do composing what is your process like composing a new piece of work or music for a game yeah that's a good question uh, because uh, I have Sometimes I start from a template, I have a template, if it's orchestra mm -hmm. music, I work with a template. Uh, if it's not, if it's some electronic stuff, I start from scratch. So, uh, And I try to grab the idea. Usually, I, this is my personal like experience and my personal taste. Uh, I try to do something memorable, some memorable motifs, some memorable, memorable theme, memorable melody. So, because people want to associate a game uh, with a melody, with uh, some certain certain piece of uh, of music that is yeah. uh, that is sticking into their heads after long hours of playing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is this is only my philosophy. Maybe someone will say, like, no, I'm doing different. <laughs> no, you're wrong. No, yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, and, and it, it's okay. It's and uh, it's okay. It happens. <laughs> so, and I mm, I grab the idea, and after the idea is is catched in a cage. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I arrange it. Uh, I try to make arrangements. So I have a video. So I always work uh, with uh, with a certain video of of the game. So uh, usually before writing music, I try to learn how to play the game. So actually, I get uh, uh, I get a game from a game designer or producer. And uh, I spent a couple of hours learning how to play it, um, because it really can 
can give you a good idea of what to write. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I try to learn to play as good as possible. And then when I'm done, I have um, a screen re- recording and I put it in my DAW. And then I make some tracks. So uh, if I if the task is to make a d- dynamic music, so using FMOD, for example, uh, I make uh, a track that that I later re-export into FMOD, and then I hook it up into Unity, for example. Yeah, and it's changing with the game, so the the event in the game is changing, and the okay. music changes. And this is very important to uh, to get familiar with. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, because sometimes producers and designers they want a linear tracks, so they are mm. okay with linear tracks, yeah. where everything is predictable and everything is just like a song. Basically, basically you write a track, you send it over, and nothing is changing. So it's it's the e- easy easy part. Oh, easy way, yeah. Yeah, it's the easy way. But sometimes uh, a game requires uh, uh, a track that is uh, that is dynamical. So uh, then you need to get familiar with FMOD and uh, other audio middleware and how to work with it and how to implement it. And this is the hardest way because mm. you should yeah you should make your music. Uh, your music change according to events of the game. So, for example, uh, I don't know, uh, I saw a funny video about Dark Souls. Uh, Ooh, Dark, Dark Souls, Souls is a hard game. Yeah, yeah, Dark Souls. And Dark Souls game is a very good example of dynamic music because you are entering some area and music is getting <laughs> like very, very um, uh very heavy and, and very intense yeah. and very dark and nothing is is happening yet but the music tells you the Something monster is. the monster <laughs> that you won't defeat in 10 days of playing in a row is coming it's <laughs> funny because it's it's literally what happens you spell yeah, it yeah 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 <laughs> And the, and the music tells you. And so this was done intentionally. Of course, it's, it was done intentionally. And they used this kind of audio middleware to, uh, to trigger this event when the playing is entering a certain area. Music is changing and it's, it, it is getting more intense. So this is, uh, this is what's... What is the most modern and, uh, uh, I don't know, the most useful way of doing game music right now? So, uh, the one who wants to get started, uh, he might want to get familiar with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so, I was looking at your game design audio reel, and uh, I love what you did with The Witcher Wild Hunt. Could you go a little bit more depth into, like, how you figured out what to, like, add and then how you did like i don't know it's just like it fits perfectly in fact sometimes i think it's a little better than the original <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank no you problem. yeah i was actually doing this for uh i met a producer from cdpr 
Yeah, and I decided that, and he said that he has some some work for me, some freelance work, and uh, I decided to make this real based on CDPR projects that he, uh, so this guy will have more interest in hiring me. So, and uh, I grabbed all of this stuff, I, I was, unfortunately at this time my computer, it was like uh, maybe uh, in December, yeah, in December, November previous year, November, December, end of previous year, yeah, uh, my computer was uh, too, too slow for to play actually the witcher <laughs> so i no way yeah yeah i was watching yeah i was uh, this is uh, um, this is my testimony i was watching video over youtube <laughs> but i actually i played uh, gvent so i was i was focusing on gvent yeah i really played this game a lot and um, I decided to make half of it grand and half of it feature. Yeah, and I was, uh, so the idea of this reel was uh, to make it dynamic. So it starts with some small events and then it goes to some big battles and big sound, bigger sounds. So sounds are getting bigger closer to the end. Uh, this is uh, also really important when you decide to do things like this to do redesign of some of some game uh, that you really like and that you want to work with maybe in the future mm, to do your real like uh, to think about dynamics so uh, and I was I was doing it uh, I think I was sick with COVID <laughs> no way and you did this while doing <laughs> yeah, 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 COVID? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was sick wow. with COVID. Uh, I was staying at home with my wife. We were lying in bed for two weeks. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you were just we watching had... Witcher three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching Witcher, and uh, everything in this reel, like the armor sounds, uh, all of the swords and stuff. Uh, I was recording in basically in our bedroom or in kitchen we were uh, using some uh, I don't know cans or whatever we were banging these cans the keys <laughs> all of this stuff <laughs> it was really fun and uh, when you were banging the cans what was that for which scene uh, it, it's uh, uh, it's at the beginning where uh, armor armor where uh, this uh, this guy, uh, Elf, is is putting his sword on his shoulder oh. and the sound of armor and the, his sword and everything about him is it, just from my kitchen. Yeah, it's just random, random metallic stuff. <laughs> That's insane. I'm going to listen to it again and like know that you made that with cans and be like, yeah, I yeah, wouldn't have thought that at all. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's just that's just random random things, random cans, and uh, uh, speaking about what happens later, the magic, uh, I used basically uh, some demolition sounds and some sounds I was recording on uh, on the street. I was, I think, a couple of years 
ago I was walking on the street and there was some construction and they were uh, basically repairing and the asphalt and they were doing a lot of uh, big noises and I recorded this and uh, uh, this magic uh, this magic is all made from this uh, this construction sounds and maybe a couple of scenes underneath. I don't. I don't really remember. But it's it's a long like <laughs> placed all That's together. Very resourceful, man. Dang, yeah. You just you're just taking everything around you, using that to make the sounds that we normally hear. Yeah. Or like the cheaper way, I guess. The more effective way too. Yeah, because uh, uh, I was. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I was watching uh, a video when uh, about Blizzard sound designers. So when they want to uh, record a tank crushing a car, they get a tank and they get a car and they record it. So real tank is. <laughs> that's a little bit uh, too much money. That's a, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a little, little bit. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, it's Blizzard. It's I mean, Blizzard. who has a tank in their backyard? <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> uh, I think I don't know. It's Leopard. I, I think it was Leopard German tank. Maybe German army army is uh, uh, is uh, has some tanks for rent <laughs> for this purpose. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe it's some private collections. I heard that. Um, in, I don't know. In Russia, someone has it. Uh, actually, Afix Twin ha had a tank. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was driving. He was driving a tank. Did. Uh, in uh, in in England in the 90s, he got some of Sparta Spartan tanks and he was driving it. <laughs> this was this was crazy. He was uh, I don't know. He was taking some LSD and sitting inside of this <laughs> of this Spartan. I don't know if it's What's true. a better place to take LSD than a tank? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So about uh, effective way. Yeah, and I use everything I have around. I just uh, uh, I just go go anywhere in my city. I search for interesting sounds. And for example, I have a country house, and there, whew, yeah, I can bank cans and big, big like big cans for water. I can do whatever I want. No one is there around, so I can uh, record a chainsaw or whatever. And this is really, it's it really a useful material. Maybe I can then break it down, make drums out of it, make. Uh, uh, so it requires a lot of processing, though. So. Uh, uh, one thing is to record a good source sound, and the other thing is to process it like you want. So I really spend a lot of time and thinking about uh, the weight, the weight of what we see on the screen. So this my, um, Witcher redesign that I did, it, it's all about the weight and the nature of the sound. So uh, what is it? It's a magic. It's a human voice. It's a monster's voice. It's uh, it's a hit. 
where you take damage. It's a hit that was blocked. Uh, is it, uh, for example, Siri? Siri is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, she is. Uh, adopted daughter, essentially, of Geralt, the most powerful uh -huh. being in the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is doing some, uh, some like teleportation. Yeah. And yeah, and this. Uh, what is the nature of this teleportation? What's the, what is the nature of teleport of these elves teleporting in front of her? It's like bubbles. So this is what I think about. The, the, this is what I was thinking about when I did it. Like, what is the weight and what is the distance? Where is where is it happening? So what is the distance of every you and this helps a lot. Yeah. So I ask a question and basically I answer it on the screen. I answer it uh, during during my sound design work. So if if it's like a great hit that is very close, I should make it like this. And what I like I like about sound design is that you can do crazy like crazy things. You uh, because in music you are uh, sort of a bit locked within the music theory, yeah, right? So yeah. mm, there are certain rules that you need to follow. And yeah. in sound, sound design, you can do crazy things and uh, doesn't matter what you do, actually. You can record some, I don't know, <laughs> toilet, toilet boiling water, some cans, whatever, whatever you want to find like you can find in your apartment boiling like boiling teapots or uh, balloons for example and the bricks I was re I really enjoy recording bricks I just grab bricks and I make some Lara Croft sounds like uh, ro rolling rolling bricks uh, yeah okay. I, 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 I love this yeah, cause we, so when you say like Laura Croft, you mean like like breaking stuff, or what do you mean by rolling with bricks? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I will explain. Uh, so, uh, for example, when you uh, when you playing um, when there is a game about uh, searching for treasures, like adventure game, and mm. so you enter a great tomb, and a great uh, like wheel is turning like. Uh, in Diana Jones or whatever, yeah, and the great big stone wall is opening, and this sound, uh, I think, is one of the most satisfying sound <laughs> in the world. <laughs> so uh, to record that type of sound, I use like a lot of bricks, and I record them in my room. So it's just two bricks. And then I process them that they sound like a huge wall. Yeah, this is a very, very interesting and uh, very fun process, really. And it like has absolutely no rules. You can do whatever you want. I love that no rules thing. <laughs> Where there's no rules is usually a bunch of creativity. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, awesome. This is um, this has been a lot of insightful. Uh, the right word for that uh, advice, tips, t tricks techniques and insight into the whole sound composing and uh, game audio world so I mm -hmm. thank you for explaining all this and I know this is going to be helpful for a lot of students especially people who 
want to get into game audio because there's not a lot of courses or material, at least I've seen, to help with like game composing and stuff. So hopefully this is the best place to start off their journey. Yeah, and, right, uh, right. Yeah, and I appreciate you coming on and thank you for all this. And uh, we usually, oh, wait, there's, before we get to the end, end mm-hmm. do you have a challenge for anybody listening? It's, uh, probably a sound challenge for, take, they can do after the podcast. Anything that you think of, you can take a minute to um, come up with it. But it could be anything, anything you want. A small challenge. A uh, small challenge. Small challenge, small challenge. Uh, this can be, uh, maybe it, it's uh, it's easier to do a sound design challenge in that case. So, uh, and uh, you can pick up your favorite game. Okay and uh, you know, pick up your favorite scene from your favorite game and make a redesign of this scene using only the stuff you have in your room. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's see who can make the more of the same stuff that you did with the cans, the, the tools, the staplers, the couches they have in the house and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's uh, There are a bunch of like... Uh, uh, videos over YouTube where you can watch and grab some idea from mm-hmm. someone else who did it. You can watch my redesign reel if you like, or someone else's redesign reel. The people are doing great stuff, and you can just uh, take a look. But this uh, uh, this challenge, why is it important and interesting? Might be important and interesting for you. Uh, because you are limited to only things you have in your room. So this uh, will require a lot of, uh, of your recording skills and a lot of processing skills from you. So yeah, this might not be very ideal, but it will like, um, like rapidly, rapidly increase your experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something like this. No, I agree 100%. And it just gets people being creative and having fun with all the stuff they have in their house and the games, and especially with COVID. It's a fun little assignment. I like it. So, yeah, the awesome challenge. Like, I'll definitely let you know what people do. And, uh, yeah, this is basically it. Uh, thank you for coming on. It's been a yeah. pleasure, Alexander. Yeah, thank um, you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm, really, then, I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful that you have me for this awesome talk. I wish course, you bro. everything, everything the best. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And so I usually end the podcast by handing the mic to you to do any last minute shout outs, any quotes, any inspiration, whatever you want to end it off with. And uh, thank you for coming on. And the mic's all yours. Oh, okay. I want to thank all of the listeners. I want to thank uh, you, Kevin. I want to thank Game Dev TV. And uh, I want to say, like, keep practicing, guys. Keep practicing. <laughs> Keep improving. Uh, be creative. Do, don't be afraid. Uh, don't be afraid uh, to do something unusual. And uh, actually, don't be afraid to ask uh, for something. Don't be afraid to hunt for job. Uh, don't be locked inside yourself. Reach out to people. Talk to people. Ask for advices. 
don't get sad and uh, disappointed when someone is criticizing you. Try to grab some good stuff out of critics as well. Keep on, keep on pushing no matter what. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You can find all courses at GameDev.tv or in the show notes at a discounted price. Get started with your game development journey today.